welcome to Coping with Ghosting, the podcast that provides hope, healing, and understanding for anyone who has been ghosted in any walk of life. I'm your host, Greta. Did you know that earlier this May, the U.S. Surgeon General released an advisory declaring loneliness a new public health epidemic in the United States? People are feeling pretty lonely. And this is serious because lacking connection can increase the risk for premature death to levels comparable to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. According to the advisory, social connection can decrease the risk of developing and worsening heart disease, anxiety, high blood pressure, dementia, depression, diabetes, I'll link to this advisory in the show notes should you want to read more. We're humans and we're wired for social connection, but we've become more isolated than ever. And this is obviously because of COVID, but also because, well, at least in the USA, we live in single family homes. There's not as much shared housing. Plus there's the overuse of social media and people are busy with work, school, family, the list goes on. And the reason I'm telling you this is because after you've been ghosted, don't isolate. It's unhealthy. I don't want you to isolate like I did when I was back in high school and one of my best friends at school ghosted me. It was so hard and so painful that I responded by pulling away from my other friends and That was mainly because I didn't want to get hurt again. After you're ghosted, your mental health comes first. If you're isolating, struggling with loneliness, if you're not feeling like yourself anymore, I highly recommend talking to a licensed mental health professional like a therapist or counselor. You can find somebody through your health insurance, betterhelp.com, talk to your doctor, And if you're in the USA, you can always call 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. After you're ghosted, protect your peace by surrounding yourself with people who you can turn to for support, care, and encouragement. In addition to a mental health professional, talk to a mentor, friends, or family. Reach out to people when you need it. You do not have to go through this alone. I offer private coaching, and you can even join my free Coping with Ghosting Facebook group. It's private, and you can share your ghost story on there with your name or even anonymously. As you know, I've been ghosted one too many times, and from experience, I strongly suggest that you be really picky about who you share your ghost story with. Some people might just say, get over it or move on, and they don't understand how hard this really is. So before you tell somebody, think about their character. Are they compassionate and empathetic? And before you just call and share what happened, I really recommend that you check in and say, hey, I need to share something. Is now a good time? And just make sure that they're in the right space to hear what you have to say. And the reason I'm saying this is because one time I called somebody and just vented and they had to abruptly hang up the phone. And I felt like 
gosh, like, did they hear what I said? Like, how could they just do that to me? But really it was me not being considerate of their time because I called them. I didn't really ask how they were doing and I just complained. So make sure that somebody can hold a space for you before telling them about this event in your life. Also, another note is that after you've reached out to somebody in your support network to see if they have the availability to listen, if they don't respond to you right away, just know that it doesn't mean that they're ghosting you too. It could be that they're really busy. Maybe they didn't see your message. Who knows? There could have been a glitch in the matrix and they just didn't even receive your message. That actually happened to me last year with a friend. We still to this day don't even know what happened. It was iPhone to iPhone texting and she just didn't get my message. And it was kind of <laughs> surprising, but this, this stuff happens. Be patient with people. Give them time and space to reply. Even if that's a week, you can still check in on them and see, hey, did you get my message? Or just call to see if everything's okay. Since loneliness is such a huge problem in the U.S., I'm guessing that a lot of people listening to this are hoping to make new friends. And I've moved a lot and I have lots of incredible friendships. So I'd like to share some of my top tips for making friends. One is meetup groups. Meetup.com. And I'll link to that in the show notes. Basically, it's this really cool website that has a bunch of different events that are online and in person. Highly recommend going to the in-person groups. I just went to one last night. Actually, I went bowling with people and that was really fun. I know that it can be scary to go into social situations like that. So if you're feeling anxious, then do some deep breathing beforehand or go to these events with somebody that you already know. Um, But there's lots of different meetup groups. It could range from book clubs to, um, like I said, I went to bowling and there's many other ones. I've been to dance parties, beach bonfires, the list goes on. Check it out. Another way to meet people that's similar to Meetup, but not exactly Meetup, is Eventbrite. At least in the USA, we have that, and it's a listing of cool happenings that are ha- that are going on, happenings that are happening, happenings that are going on in different cities. And there's also Bumble BFF, which is originally was a dating app, but it's Bumble. And then you can also um, create a profile where you can match with people to become friends with them. Another way to meet friends is by going on Reddit and going into different subs. And you can meet people with common interests that way. I met one of my friends on Reddit in a band subreddit. And I had just said, hey, is anyone going to this local concert? And that's how we connected. So that's a That was a very happy thing for me. I just want to put it out there that if you are meeting people on the internet and you've never met them in real life, try to see them in person as soon as possible because you never know who is a real person and who's not when it comes to online anything. And also when you do meet them, put your safety first by meeting them in the daytime in a public space that's crowded, you know, tell people where you're going before you go and meet this new 
friend, potential friend, right? I guess they're a stranger until you've spent a really long time getting to know them. One day, one friend at a time. I have a quick story for you about making friends. When I moved from New York City to Massachusetts, I didn't know anyone. And I had one of my friends from California come out. We went to a bar together. And when we were at the bar, we saw some cool looking kids playing darts. And I walked over to them and I said, hi, I'm Greta. I just moved here from New York City. I don't know anyone. Will you be my friends? And they said, absolutely. We're starting this potluck group. We're going to have it once a week. You should come. I was so nervous to go to that potluck, but I am so glad I did because years later, I'm still friends with people from that incredible group. And I wouldn't have met them had I not had the courage to go ask people to be my friends. So use my pickup line if you want. It's, will you be my friends? But you can also think of something that's probably cooler than that. But I think I think it was a really sweet way to meet people. I think people um, would be happy to hear that. Another way to make friends is to volunteer your time. Find a cause that's important to you and get involved. So It will help boost your confidence, your self-esteem. It definitely gives you a sense of accomplishment. And when you do good, you, you feel good. It will give you a lot of gratification of taking action to further your values. And it will be a great place to meet people with common interests. There are so many other things you could possibly do. I'm just gonna list a few of them. So taking up a team sport, That's really fun. I used to do ultimate Frisbee. In fact, I did that with my potluck group. (laughs) That was really fun. You can join a gym, a yoga or Pilates studio. That's obviously really good for your physical health, but also good for your mental health as well. Also, on a separate note, you could attend a religious group or go to a church or a place of worship if that's something that resonates with you. I have a few more ideas about ways that you could connect with people. Attending a support group is great. There are so many different ones out there. There's men's groups. There's like a 12-step for everything. I want to call out two. The first one is called Al-Anon. This is for families and friends of alcoholics. This is a global organization. And the other one is CODA, Codependence Anonymous. And the only requirement for that is a desire for healthy and loving relationships. So go check those out. You could also join professional organizations. This is not only good for your career, but it could extend your social network. And then last but not least, circle back and reconnect with old friends Maybe you have friends from grade school, high school that you just haven't talked to in years. Find them and reconnect with them. Give them a call. Since we're on the topic of friendship, I have a few pointers on how to be a good friend. The first is to be a good listener. Ask follow-up questions when somebody's talking to you. If you're in real life, make eye contact with them. Don't provide any free advice. Ask them if they would like advice from you before just doling it out. 
put away your phone when somebody is talking to you. Also, don't gossip. Don't constantly complain. I think there's a difference between healthy venting and and just incessant complaining. So, you know, when you're in a friendship, you can be vulnerable. Ask them questions, share about yourself, have them share about themselves. Like you want to go deep with friendship. Friendships take time. There was a study done in the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships that show that on average, it really takes about 200 hours to become close friends with someone. So I'll link to that study in the show notes, but I do believe that it is worth the time. If you found this podcast helpful, please leave a review and a five-star rating. Share the love. And listeners, be sure to remember when you are ghosted, you have more time to connect with yourself and people who have stellar communication skills. You deserve the best.